Robert's shaking AC. Yo, how's it going, Robert? You know what? I'm having a fantastic day, but I'm incredibly curious as to where in the heck you are. What, what kind of secret garden is that? It's a secret. I can't tell you. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Okay. But actually, I, did, I can tell you. If you want to know, you can go watch one of my previous videos, my recent previous videos on LinkedIn. Go scroll down and find one, and then you might find the secret. I'm all over that, like white on rice. But right now... Okay. <laughs> Right now, I'd like to talk about what happened today because that was freaking magnificent. Okay. I'm talking about the round table. All the things? Or, oh, no, no, no. round table. Okay. Round table, yeah. I mean, with it's Mary... a big day, so I've had a lot of really cool stuff happening, so I was like, which thing are we going <laughs> to I'm kidding. Of course, the round table was the highlight for sure. Um, yeah, what a fun round table. Uh, you know, it's really been interesting how um, different, uh, different people have all different cool things to bring to franchisors to share with other franchisors at these roundtables. And it was so awesome that Mary Kennedy Thompson agreed to come and share some insights today on how leaders can instill action amidst fear. And the reason we, her and I talked about this topic, and the reason we uh, decided to go with this topic is because there's a lot of talk about a resurgence of, of COVID and, and like, a, like a big resurgence, like of course spiking all over, but there's a lot of people that are still fearful. And we wanted to talk about like, acknowledging it and things that you can do to help people move move through it so that was really the uh intention what did, what did you think did we hit on that at the at the round table do you think we got that well first of all i was super impressed with her i've never met her before or spoken to her but like just listening to her talk and everything that she said every it was all seemingly intentional like there was a purpose behind everything she said uh well spoken um incredibly experienced and like her background being a marine and not just like a marine but like rappelling out of air, uh, helicopters as a platoon sergeant it was it was incredible right um mm. so she was what was she talking about um whistling in the dark yeah yeah whistling in the dark yeah a concept that she got from her dad and uh, she talked about how her dad was is a mentor of hers and has always always been, and I thought that was really cool because I could relate to that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm curious. Like, it seemed like people got a lot of key takeaways. I'm curious what's one of the key takeaways that you took from from that roundtable session today. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there was there was quite a bit that I took away from it. Um, something that was just fascinating to me was uh, how during COVID nineteen, uh, forty five hundred franchisees of hers received a one on one call three times a week from, from all of the, I don't, I don't know what you'd call them. Franchise, franchise probably their franchise business coaches. Yeah. They call them. Yeah. Woo. That's incredible. <laughs> jumped on me. Okay. Well, it's okay. I'm all right. It's, it's a squirrel. It's a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it was just, actually it was just a leaf, but I thought it was something else. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah. So that not to take away from that moment because yeah. Uh, yeah. One-on-one -on -one calls uh, three times a week with all of those franchisees. So their franchise business coaches <laughs> would have been all hands on deck. You know, uh, when her and I spoke on the phone just in advance, she was like, I don't think we've ever, anybody has ever worked as hard as we did. And I said, that's interesting to hear that because at all of the roundtables uh, in the early stages of COVID, when everybody was in that full on crisis mode, that was something we were hearing. I'm sure you remember like people like Paul Pickett saying, you know, I've never worked this hard in my life. It's nuts, you know? So anyway, yeah. but that was, so that was the key takeaway that they took the time. Is that what yeah. you're taking I mean, away? Like one of the things? Each, each of those, these business coaches must have other things to do, right? Despite the 20 or 30 franchisees they service. So in order to do three phone calls a week, they must have put everything else on a hold, right? And just yeah. tackle that. So that is testimony to like what your prerogative is in, during times of crisis and times of fear, which she also talked about the number one driver of fear. Do you remember what that mm -hmm. was? And 
Yeah, of course. So that's the key takeaway for you. Let's share it. Well, no more secrets I, in the secret garden. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm so funny, <laughs> right? Where do I come up with these things? I mean, I get it. I'm the king of dad jokes, so I hear. Oh yeah. Um, so, anyways, the the number one driver of fear is uncertainty, right? Yeah. And given what the, they call these unprecedented or uncertain times, like that's, that's why everyone's so afraid. Um, yeah. And to battle that fear, she gave some really, really cool examples, which, which yeah. I love. Yeah, like, you want to share? Yeah. Give so it away, baby. <laughs> give it away to the audience. All these people that watch our rants, like all four of them or whatever it is. Okay. Red hot chili peppers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so she said, um, when you have times of uncertainty, which is what's driving your fear, compare that time of uncertainty to a time where there is certainty, you know? So, for mm-hmm. example, um, you know, if you're, if, if you're going to be in a car accident, right? Anyone could be in a car accident. That's, that, that can happen to anyone. But you know the rules of the road. You know how to wear a seatbelt and do stop at stop signs and all that sort of stuff, right? So when you mm-hmm. take something that's uncertain like COVID-19 and you add elements of certainty to it, like washing your hands and wearing a mask, it starts to eliminate that fear. And she was saying that they would um, call or text message their, text. their text their staff every hour saying, have you washed your hands in the last hour? You know? Yeah. Uh, and my question was, how did you do that in a way that they didn't feel micromanaged? Because that's like the, one of the biggest battles that, uh, or, or sort of secrets on the topic of secrets uh, that franchisors are trying to figure out, right? Is how to, how to uh, get, you know, their staff or the franchisees or anybody to not feel micromanaged despite accountability. So what did you think of her answer? Do you want to share that? Oh, that was a cool yeah. answer. That was a cool answer. Yeah. Um, it was people don't feel micromanaged if they feel loved. Yeah. Yeah. On the, you know, on the, I, I almost kind of wanted to, I mean, I wanted to let her keep talking. I, I interrupted her enough today, but, um, but the, on the call that we did in advance, I she, we were talking and something came up about this and she said, I, I truly love my franchisees. Like I love them. And I said, you know, I'm really excited for people to hear that because a lot of, especially emerging stage franchisors don't realize that that when you build the relationship like that it's all the battles are are less you know you might still have some but like the challenge and everything there's more buy-in automatically and i i go back to like i remember my dad standing on a stage with uh almost 400 at the time that we all had almost 400 franchisees and i remember him saying i really just like at the end of the conference you know i just love you guys like you're my family i love you and he got teary-eyed yeah. You know, and if you do that, then there's a good chance that people will love you back. And yeah. Well, that's, you raise a good point that I, that's, that's been going a lot through my head is that a franchisee is not like a subordinate of yours. They are not an employee of yours. In, in theory, they really aren't what a traditional definition of a franchisee is. Somebody who's licensed your business model and your trademarks or anything like that. They are ultimately your business partner. Think about it. If you if you start a business with two people and you have one location, you meet together and you discuss all your business plans, whatever. What if you had two locations and you were each managing your own? You'd still go there and meet together, right? Now, what if each of you put your own money into those two locations? You're ultimately kind of dis- describing franchising, except in a franchise system, one partner is dealing with the human resources and the getting customers in the door and the operations, while the other one's dealing with the, the brand and stuff like that. So franchisee is really your business partner, 
which is why there's always cases for transparency, for this concept of removing micromanaging by making them feel loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to know what my key takeaway was? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, there were lots. There's a whole bunch, so I, I, it's hard to even say. But one of the things that I really loved that she said, because it's something that I also preach, and it was just nice to hear her say, is that action reduces uh, fear. And, you know, when I always say, like, just act, like when you, you actually do it, take the action, like me making crazy videos or cheesy videos or whatever, um, you start to do it, you reduce your fear. So, because the brain can only calculate what it, what, what it can measure, and it can't measure that, so it, it fears the unknown. Um, so just do it and try it, and then you usually realize that it, that wasn't so bad. So I really like that, you know, action reduces fear. That, I like it. So, so what, what are you going to start doing that you're afraid of to, and get over your fear by adding more action to Ooh, I don't know. How about we rant about that next week? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay that's cool. a good one. I'll have to think about that. That's a really good one. Definitely got to put myself out of my comfort zone sometimes, for sure. All right, let's wrap it up. Okay, you ready? I was born ready. Okay, three, two, one. Look Go be ready. awesome. <laughs> <laughs>